Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback situation. Jalen Hurts named the starter. Carson Wentz, where do we go from here, Sam? Yeah, I think the first thing is they had to do it, right? Like Wentz had just played himself to the bench at this point, and it, it honestly doesn't matter that they might not have a better option and that it kind of puts them in trouble in terms of where they do go from here. But at some point, you just can't keep rolling with a quarterback that's playing as badly as he is and who looks as broken as he does from the tape. So you just have to sit him down. Maybe the reset will do him good. Maybe that is your best option. But for the moment, everything kind of hinges on how Hurts plays. The Eagles are tied to Carson Wentz. They are tied to him. He has a massive $120-plus contract that essentially hasn't kicked in yet. So their best bet in the future is still Carson Wentz. So I'm going to answer the same way I answer about how teams should handle their rookie quarterback situation. Just like the Dolphins had to do what was best for Tua long-term, what's best for Carson Wentz long-term? And I think a mental break, a reset, some sort of a few weeks off does kind of make sense here. In addition to that, you get to see what Jalen Hurts has. Maybe there's trade value in Jalen Hurts. Maybe he is a guy that maybe there's a hybrid situation between Hurts and Wentz going forward. Who knows? But I think ultimately they need to get Carson Wentz right. And the fact that he is now having his worst season here in year five, his career doesn't make sense, Sam. Nothing makes sense, which makes me think perhaps you can get him back on track at some point. He's played so much better than he has this year in the past. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Carson Wentz is the important part of this here. They they reached the point where things weren't getting better. You had to sit him down. Maybe that reset will do him good. If not, maybe you can get to the end of the season and the off-season reset will do him good. But he's just playing so badly that there's no point in going on with him. It wasn't going to improve. Um, he's got a PFF passing grade of 60 this year, which is like 15 points worse than last year. 25 points worse in his best season and you know 60 this is a year of quarterback explosion in terms of passing attack like that's bad enough to rank you down with Drew Locke who's basically the worst starting quarterback in the NFL so it's a horrible place to be um, and they do need to just reset and hope he's good I will say though that you know not to be Dr. Pessimism on this podcast in our first recording but there's a chance that they just got it wrong that Wentz isn't the guy they thought he was, that he is not going to be worth the $128 million contract. And if that is the ultimate like answer to all this, the sooner you know, the better. You know, It's going to be painful. You're going to have to go through some ugly times. But the quicker you understand that is the scenario that you can get rid of that and move on, the better it is for everybody there. The number that you pulled out there, the fact that he has a 25-point difference in his best passing grade and this year's passing grade in year five, not his rookie season, in year five. The only other guy that I could actually find a similar difference in was Josh Freeman a few years back. If you remember Josh Freeman with the Bucs, his second year was really good, much like Carson Wentz. And then all of a sudden, Freeman lost it, and he was never the same guy again. Now, Wentz has a much bigger sample size of good play But Freeman's the only guy who I felt had like a second year peak and then just never got back to it. So that part is a bit of a concern with Wentz. But man, it is really tough to cut bait from a guy that has that much money invested in him. And it's not like the Eagles have a pristine salary cap situation here. I really think no matter what happens with Jalen Hurts this year, they have to do everything they can to get the most out of Carson Wentz, not necessarily cut bait. I don't, 
I'm not going to write off the other three-plus years of strong play we've seen from Wentz. Freeman's a good parallel as well because he was another guy that had all the physical tools, looked at one point like he was heading in that right direction, and then when teams decided they were done with Josh Freeman, he was done, done. Like, he was out, gone, no more. Um, You'd have to hope that isn't true with Wentz. Wentz is interesting, though, because... You know, the peak is obviously that 2017 season where he was an MVP candidate, may have won the MVP if he hadn't got hurt, and then Nick Foles went on his crazy run. But that MVP run was always built a little bit on foundations of sand. Now, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. He wasn't deserving of MVP hype. But when you're using that to predict forward, we were always talking about a regression. Like, this is not who Wentz is going to be going forward. He is going to come back down to earth. So that's probably something of a false peak to be looking at anyway. And you're probably better off looking at the the next two years. So instead of an 85 passing grade, think more of a 78, 75 passing grade, which is good, but not... I mean, that's a number that might not have warranted the giant contract that he's on. Yeah, look, I, I agree with you on the 2017 stuff. But when you have a mid-tier quarterback, and let's make no mistake, that is what Carson Wentz has been the majority of his career, a mid-tier quarterback. When you have that guy, part of the fun of having that guy is those peak seasons, That knowing that you have them. When everything comes together, when you have an Alshon Jeffrey and a good Nelson Aguilar and tight ends to throw to like he did that year in a good system, that you can get good production out of him. So I'm not ready to write off Carson Wentz. I am intrigued by Jalen Hurts right now, though. At the very least, even if we only see him three or four games or he finishes the season, could this be a good play for the Eagles to just say, look, it's a showcase for Hurts. Maybe someone, another team likes him. Maybe this is part of our way of getting out of uh, you know, salary cap issues by um, using Jalen Hurts maybe as a trading chip. I know it's his first year. He's a rookie. But I think you have to look at players maybe as assets, and that's where Jalen Hurts right now could become an asset for them over the last four or five games of the year. Yeah, I don't. there's no real downside to playing Hurts, right? If he's amazing for you, you do have a chance of actually moving on from Wentz and, and you know making it more palatable because you suddenly found a better option who's cheaper. Um, if he's a disaster, it tells you something as well. Potentially, you could flip him if Wentz fixes himself and you want to move back to Wentz. But also, the other uh, part at play here is the Eagles might be on their way to a pretty high draft pick. Like, you kind of need to know what you have already on the roster because suddenly you could have a shot at another rookie quarterback to add to the mix as well. So, yeah, I don't think there's any downside in playing Jalen Hurts if for no other reason than also if you do have whatever designs you still have on the NFC East, you know, Carson Wentz isn't getting you there right now. Maybe Hurts could. He did provide some kind of immediate spark when they brought him in. The, the QB carousel has been crazy the last couple of years. We've seen guys like Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady, you know, Dak is a free agent. We've seen movement, and there's going to be more. Is any team potentially in the mix to trade for Carson Wentz? It would be the ultimate buy high, right? Buying, or, or sorry, buy, you know, buying, buying really high just from a salary standpoint. Buying low from an actual performance standpoint with the Patriots, the Colts, the Broncos, teams that have one-year quarterbacks or have quarterback needs going forward, would they invest in a Wentz? To take on the contract that he's on, given the tape he's put forth this season, I think would take a quarterback-desperate team. And those aren't as plentiful as they used to be. Like when there aren't that many quarterback-desperate teams. You know, a team maybe Denver, but doing that is the same problem that Denver has always had, which is 
do they even have the 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 runway to be able to bail again on another quarterback and start all over again with another I just don't know that they have the real estate to get that done so I just I can't see too many teams that are going to be keen to take on that deal I, I don't know if they're going to be able to get rid of him in any fashion other than the Brock Osweiler salary cap dump trade that would be intriguing the teams that have a ton of money to spend it's going to be tricky though the cap's going to be a little bit tighter next year it's not growing the same way it has been but that might be the intriguing option a a QB needy team that has a ton of money that can actually you know blow a little money in the early years and take a shot on a Carson Wentz the QB carousel is going to be crazy we'll be covering it here on the PFF daily let us know what do you think what do the Eagles do what are we going to see from Jalen Hurts and what does the future look like for Carson Wentz